Hello and welcome to New Creation Common Prayer. Today we are called to worship with Psalm 45. A marvelous word has stirred my heart as I mention my works to the king. My tongue is the pen of a skillful scribe. You are the most handsome of men. Grace has been poured out on your lips. No wonder God has blessed you forever. Strap on your sword, great warrior, with your glory and grandeur. Go and succeed in your grandeur. Ride out on behalf of truth, humility, and righteousness. Let your strong hand perform awesome deeds. Let the peoples fall beneath you. May your sharp arrows pierce the hearts of the king's enemies. Your divine throne is eternal and everlasting. Your royal scepter is a scepter of justice. You love righteousness and hate wickedness. No wonder God, your God, has anointed you with the oil of joy more than all your companions. All your clothes have the pleasing scent of myrrh, aloes, and cinnamon. The music of stringed instruments comes from ivory palaces, entertains you. The royal princess is standing in her your precious jewels. The queen stands at your right, dressed in the gold of Ophir. Listen, daughter, pay attention and listen closely. Forget your people and your father's house. Let the king desire your beauty, because he is your master. Bow down to him now. The city of Tyre, the wealthiest of all, will seek your favor with gifts, with riches of every sort. For the royal princess, dressed in pearls, her robe embroidered with gold. In robes of many colors, she is led to the king. Her attendants, the young women servants following her, are presented to you as well. As they enter the king's palace, they are led in with celebration and joy. Your son's great king will succeed your fathers. You will appoint them as princes throughout the land. I will perpetuate your name from one generation to the next so the peoples will praise you forever and always. Today's Old Testament reading comes from the book of Job, chapter 29, verses 1 through 20. Job took up his subject again. Oh, that life was like it used to be, like days when God watched over me. When his lamp shone on my head, I walked by his light in the dark. When I was in my prime, when God's counsel was in my tent, when the Almighty was with me, my children around me, when my steps were washed with cream, and a rock poured out pools of oil for me. When I went out to the city gate, took my seat in the square, the young saw me and drew back. The old rose and stood. Princes restrained speech, put their hand on their mouth. The voices of officials were hushed, their tongues stuck to their palate. Indeed, the ear that heard blessed me, the eye that looked commended me, because I rescued the weak who cried out, the orphans who lacked help, the blessing of the perishing reached me, I made the widow's heart sing, I put on justice and it clothed me, righteousness as my coat and turban, I was eyes to the blind feet to the lame. I was a father to the needy. The case I didn't know, I examined. I shattered the fangs of the wicked, rescued prey from their teeth. 
I thought I'll die in my nest. Multiply days like sand, my roots opening to water, dew lingering on my branches, my honor newly with me, my bow ever successful in my hand. Today's New Testament reading comes from the book of Acts, chapter 14, verses 1 through 18. The same thing happened in Iconium. Paul and Barnabas entered the Jewish synagogue and spoke as they had before. As a result, a huge number of Jews and Greeks believed. However, the Jews who rejected the faith stirred up the Gentiles, poisoning their minds against the brothers. Nevertheless, Paul and Barnabas stayed there for quite some time, confidently speaking about the Lord. As the Lord confirmed the word about his grace by the signs and wonders he enabled them to perform, the people of the city were divided, some siding with the Jews, others with the Lord's messengers, then some Gentiles and Jews, including their leaders, hatched a plot to mistreat and stone Paul and Barnabas. When they learned of it, these two messengers fled to the Lyconian streets of Lystra and Derbe and the surrounding area where they continued to proclaim the good news. In Lystra, there was a certain man who lacked strength in his legs. He'd been crippled since birth and had never walked. Sitting there, he heard Paul speak. Paul stared at him and saw that he believed he could be healed. Raising his voice, Paul said, stand up straight on your feet. He jumped up and began to walk. Seeing what Paul had done, the crowd shouted in the Lyconian language, the gods have taken human form and come down to visit us. They referred to Barnabas as Zeus and to Paul as Hermes, since Paul was the main speaker. The priest of Zeus, whose temple was located just outside the city, brought bulls and wreaths to the city's gates. Along with the crowds, he wanted to offer sacrifices to them. When the Lord's messengers Barnabas and Paul found out about this, they tore their clothes in protest and rushed out into the crowd. They shouted, people, what are you doing? We are humans too, just like you. We are proclaiming the good news to you. Turn to the living God and away from such worthless things. He made the heaven, the earth, the sea, and everything in them. In the past, he permitted every nation to go its own way. Nevertheless, he hasn't left himself without a witness. He has blessed you by giving you rain from above, as well as seasonal harvests, and satisfying you with food and happiness. Even with these words, they barely kept the crowds from sacrificing to them. Today's gospel reading comes from the Gospel of John, chapter 10, verses 31 through 42. Again, the Jewish opposition picked up stones in order to stone him. Jesus responded, I have shown you many good works from the Father. For which of those works do you stone me? The Jewish opposition answered, We don't stone you for a good work, but for insulting God. You are a human, yet you make yourself out to be God. Jesus replied, Isn't it written in your law, I have said you are gods? Scripture calls those to whom God's word came gods, and scripture can't be abolished. So how can you say that the one whom the Father has made holy and sent into the world insults God because he said, I am God's son? If I don't do the works of my Father, don't believe me. But if I do them, and you don't believe me, believe the works so that you can know and recognize that the Father is in me and I am in the Father. Again, they wanted to arrest him, but he escaped from them. 
Jesus went back across the Jordan to the place where John had baptized at first, and he stayed there. Many people came to him. John didn't do any miraculous signs, they said, but everything John said about this man was true. Many believed in Jesus there. Jesus Christ, I think upon your sacrifice. You came from nothing, poured out to death. Many times I've wondered at your gift of life, and I'm in that place once again. I'm in that place once again And once again I look upon the cross where you died I'm humbled by your mercy and I'm broken inside Once again I thank you once again I pour out my life Now you are exalted in the highest place King of the heavens where one day I'll bow but for now I'm saving grace and I'm full of praise once again I'm full of praise once again once again I look upon the cross where you die I'm humbled by your mercy and I'm broken inside and once again I thank you once again I pour out my life once again I look upon the cross where you die I'm humbled by your mercy and I'm broken inside and once again I thank you once again I pour out my life so once again I thank you once again I pour out my life The Nicene Creed is a statement of Christian faith that goes back all the way to the year 325. It is a recitation of the common faith among all Christians about the triune God, the world, the church, and our future hope. 
It holds a special place among Christian creeds of faith as the only creed that has been affirmed by the Protestant, Catholic, and Eastern Orthodox branches of Christianity. If you know it, feel free to recite it along with me. If not, take this opportunity to listen to the core of our faith that has been handed down to us for nearly 2,000 years. We believe in one God, the Father, the Almighty, maker of heaven and earth, of all that is seen and unseen. We believe in one Lord, Jesus Christ, the only Son of God, eternally begotten of the Father, God from God, light from light, true God from true God, begotten, not made, of one being with the Father. Through him all things were made. For us and for our salvation he came down from heaven. By the power of the Holy Spirit he became incarnate from the Virgin Mary and was made man. For our sake he was crucified under Pontius Pilate. He suffered death and was buried. On the third day he rose again in accordance with the scriptures. He ascended into heaven and is seated at the right hand of the Father. He will come again in glory to judge the living and the dead, and his kingdom will have no end. We believe in the Holy Spirit, the Lord, the giver of life, who proceeds from the Father. With the Father and the Son, he is worshiped and glorified. He has spoken through the prophets. We believe in one holy Catholic and apostolic church. We acknowledge one baptism for the forgiveness of sins. We look for the resurrection of the dead and the life of the world to come. Amen. And now let us enter into a time of prayer for ourselves, our community, and the whole world. I invite you, wherever you're joining with us, to lift up your prayers, either out loud or silently, wherever you are today. Let's pray. Lord, we pray for your church, both our local congregation and the church worldwide. Help us to be unified in our mission today and to be great co-partners with your spirit wherever we find ourselves. Lord, we pray for those who are suffering today, whether sick, injured, or oppressed. Be with them, supply their needs, and bring justice today, we pray. Lord, we pray for those who may consider us enemies whom we have injured or offended. Grant them your peace and enable us to be peacemakers. Lord, we thank you for your many blessings, including these. And now let us pray the prayer our Lord Jesus taught us. Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done, on earth as it is in heaven. Give us today our daily bread, 
and forgive us our trespasses as we forgive those who trespass against us. Lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. For thine is the kingdom and the power and the glory forever. Amen. As we depart this time together, go with these opening words of celebration from Psalm 47. Clap your hands, all you people. Shout joyfully to God with a joyous shout, because the Lord Most High is awesome. He is the King of the whole earth. Go today in the grace and peace of our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ. We'll see you back here tomorrow. New Creation Common Prayer is a ministry of New Creation Community Online, New Creation Community Middleton, and Nampa College Church. You can find out more about our ministries by visiting nampacollegechurch.com. Today's song was once again performed by Ryan Gage and recorded and mixed by Drew McKellips. All scripture readings were out of the Common English Bible. Today's psalm reading was read by Caleb Daniels. Today's Old Testament reading was by Caleb Daniels. Today's epistle reading was by Caleb Daniels. And today's gospel reading was by Caleb Daniels. Background music for New Creation Common Prayer was created awesomely by Keller Gage. Today's devotion was produced and edited by Caleb Daniels. Mm -hmm.